0: Today on Dynasty Dumpster Fire, we are talking about buy, sells, and holds in the Dynasty space as we head into week 10. So sit back, get comfortable, and let's talk some more Dynasty fantasy football. Welcome back into the Dynasty Dumpster Fire Fantasy Football Podcast. This is These are your hosts, Tanner and Marty, and we are back after a short hiatus due to a couple of different factors, uh, one being I had a microphone malfunction and I was sick. Um, Marty got a, a new dog, so we've kind of had a busy couple of weeks, but uh, I'm glad to be back uh, and, and recording again. Marty, how's, how's it going? And, uh, how's your new
1: pup? Handful, but I'm loving it. How are you feeling? You feeling better?
0: Somewhat. I uh tested negative for all the, the really nasty stuff. So I'm uh I'm almost back to normal, but it was kind of bad for a couple of days there. But now I'm uh now that we've had a week off and are uh we're ready to get back into it. And today we're gonna discuss some uh buy, sell, hold, or avoid. So we went and compiled a list of players over this was a week and a half. This is prior to week uh, nine. We compiled some players who we thought um, <clears throat> were trending in a certain direction, whether it be up or down, uh, and we wanted to kind of decide individually if we, should buy, if we would buy them, sell them, hold them, if we had them, or just completely avoid altogether. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to go through the list and we're going to talk about each player, give our opinion on which one of those options we would do, maybe a little back and forth as to why, uh, and I've got some visuals on the screen for anybody checking this out on YouTube. So, sound like a plan, my man? Let's rock and roll. Let's knock it out. So, <clears throat> we couldn't make a list like this without including uh, Mr. Will Levis, um, because this was right after his big, huge, uh, kind of breakout first start that he had against the Falcons in uh, in Week 7. So, we've got a couple of his stats on the screen. Uh, we have his week seven or week, um, week seven. I'm sorry. Week eight and nine. My, my apologies. Are we his week eight and nine statistics? Um, wait, is that correct? We have seven, is this seven or eight? I'm just confused. So this
1: this is eight. This this is eight eight because we 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 got week 10 coming up.
0: Okay. So yes, my apologies. So yeah, I got a little confused. So he was Thursday night last week. So we have both of his statistics, uh, because we planned on recording this earlier. So sorry if that's a little confusing why we have both, but, Um, so I'll let you go through some of Will Levis's stuff here, buddy, and tell me what you think, uh, you should do with him as a dynasty asset.
1: Well, prior to week nine, it looked like he was a fun start, um, with some hesitation because it's hard to replicate that. But if you, if you wanted it to be anybody, you wanted it to be you, um, for player profile, it was pretty impressive. Um, I don't know if you set any records, but for about 65.5% completion rate, and scoring four touchdowns and zero interceptions, it was very impressive. I know he didn't have the full start because him and Malik Willis were going back and forth, back and forth, and maybe that helped him. But being, you know, a second round pick and the, the second pick of the second round, I was very impressed as a fan, and also just it was good football overall. What about you?
0: Yeah. So after that first week, I was I was a little. I was kind of buying into the hype a little bit, although it was there. I wasn't in any position to get him anywhere. Um, I imagine most of the people that had him were probably drafted him and and you know believed in him or wanted to kind of see what he'd become. So after that first week, I was pretty optimistic, but I thought we needed to give him another week. Uh, And if we fast forward here to his week, uh, his week nine statistics uh somewhat similar i guess i mean he didn't throw for all the touchdowns but he still had a decent completion percentage uh still you know through for similar amount of yards he did have a pick um, but i think he looked pretty good on prime time in his first mm-hmm. primetime start against the steelers as well um and i do think that they may have their franchise quarterback of the future if he continues to look even similarly similarly to how he looks now um so looking at some of the rankings and such uh as of our putting this together and i don't know that this has changed he was quarterback 17 on ktc um is that still accurate have you looked
1: um i don't think that has changed because these are the stats i have a thursday night um there may be some movement around but regardless i mean still a solid ranking. no
0: no he's yeah he's still 17 17 is yeah so at that value, if you can get him for quarterback seventeen prices, I think I'm probably a buy on Will Levis. Um, now, will you be able to get him for some of these guys uh, in the same tier around him on the list? Like, um, you know, he's right next to Sam Howell. So, who would you rather have if you if you had if you had Sam Howell? Would you send him and a small plus for Levis, or would you rather keep Sam no. Howell?
1: Just for example, you'd keep Sam Howell right now because of his constant and continual performance. It's just the excitement that comes around the Titans and that's what makes it people optimistic
0: and the draft capital though. So he has, he's a second round pick. Whereas Sam Howell's got that fifth round stink attached to him. Although I do think Sam Howell, I do think he looks good. Uh, don't get me wrong. But, um, but honestly, man, like if I was as much, and I don't know if this is right or wrong, but if you can get a plus on top of Levis for a guy like fields, Mm. I'm probably doing that. Um, I might even consider it with Bryce Young, depending on what the plus is, although I do think he uh, yeah. is kind of a buy himself at this moment. So what what are
1: your thoughts if, on Levis's value and where he's at? If I'm an owner, I'm holding him. If yeah. I am not, I wouldn't buy him. Um, I don't think anybody's going to sell him to you. It would be a crazy and very steep up pay, and I don't think it's worth it. Um, not yet. I mean, just like anything you want to invest in, something that you feel confident in, Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but still, I would wait a little longer until he has a number attached to his value.
0: Late first, would you pay?
1: Uh, I, think I, need, that's, I think I would. I, would. I think that's my highest. Yeah, I would pay a late first. Yeah. Um, I'd rather pay a high second and additional. But that's stuff. about what he was going for. So it's yep. Yeah. That's just where I'm at. I just I need to see a little bit more. If he does another big game, then he's going for a middle or to high first now, and that's the issue. Every time he does well, he's going to go up, but the thing he has going for him is the yards. He did 238 in his first week with those four touchdowns and then 262 last week. The interception doesn't really count because that was what ended the game on Thursday night, but he almost had a comeback victory, and that would have been impressive.
0: Yeah, I think for the majority of the game, honestly, until the fourth quarter, I think he looked better than Pickett just to the eye, Um, but... Yeah, I think I would for late first price. I would probably buy anything above that. Yeah, I'm probably I'm probably not doing that. But like you said, if you get in for a late first and he has another blow up game, another similar game to what he had week one, uh, his values increasing at that point. And and you know, before we move on, do you think? What do you think about his future? Do you think he's their answer at quarterback? I know it's only been two games.
1: Mike Verbal or Vareble, whatever. Ray- you know, Vareble, is. yeah. Vareble, <laughs> he, uh, he informed us today that he's the starting quarterback moving forward. So he could be the franchise quarterback. I think he needs to do a little bit more work like Sam Howell has done this year, and then he'll get that same chip, and he'll be able to uh, carry that like he wants. Um, yeah, I think, I, think, I think he's their guy. I mean, I think – I don't I know. I don't think they're going back to Tannehill, but –
0: Well, yeah, they're, yeah, and they already (laughs) announced Tannehill as the backup, which I thought was interesting. I mean, and they're not going anywhere this year. So why not ride Mm -hmm. him out the rest of the year? So I think, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah, but I I guess this essentially means if we didn't think so already, that Malik Willis is dead too, but we already knew that. So,
1: yeah, RIP.
0: Um, all right, moving on. So again, we we're looking for players that were trending one way or the other at this current time uh, when we kind of decided on the idea for this episode. And obviously, Will Levis was kind of trending up at that moment. Devontae Smith prior to Week 9 was trending down because his his uh, performance for pretty much the last three or four weeks uh, was pretty subpar because we had those giant blow-up games from A.J. Brown. He was on that huge mm-hmm. historic streak of 125-plus Uh, receiving yard games Um, and this past week we saw a pretty decent performance from him Um, he did catch that long touchdown which is a pretty nice play Um, but looking at some of his stats for the season uh, so through nine games so he had 60 targets 42 receptions 533 yards Uh, we look at his yards per target and yards per catch 8.88 12.69 and then four touchdowns one of them again coming in uh, coming in the to, uh, the game this past week against uh, the Cowboys. So uh, wide receiver 13 value on KTC. And if we look at his value on the season, he's the PPR wide receiver 18. Uh, so what are you thinking about Devonte Smith at this current point post week nine uh, as a dynasty value?
1: Um, For the value he is, that's what makes it hard to pay up for that. Um, especially when you look at his production, um, he doesn't. He rarely breaks twenty, at least depending on your format. He's he's struggling to even break certain thresholds. Um, I don't even think he's hitting his projection numbers. To be honest, it's just it's, it's there's a lot of weapons in Philly, and it's hard to feed everybody. And he's he's taking a, a pinch in that. However, with the injury to do, uh, to Dodder, maybe there could be some optimism with what happens. It, it's I heard that he's going to probably be placed on IR with four weeks out, um, for that fracture in his arm. Or wrist wherever it was in that, um, ex, you know, that extension of him. Um, so that might open up a channel for a Smith because I don't think there's anybody else who's as competent as, as Goddard for the for tight end in Philadelphia. So it might be a plus. Um, if you don't have him, I would encourage those to buy because of that injury, and especially with the bye week, that really do put certain managers in a kind of a craze for those who are like really hustling to get into the playoffs. So if you need them or you want him for your future rebuild, he could be a fun, maybe a lower marked price. So there is that opportunity. I know he's probably going up for a first, a high first to mid first, um, or maybe a first and maybe something complementary to it. But still, I mean, I feel like you can get him for a late first. I don't think you can get him for a second, but I think you get him for a late first though, or maybe a player of equal value.
0: So is he, so you're saying he's a buy?
1: I would, I would, especially with these four weeks coming up. Would would daughter being out? Goddard being out. Sorry. Uh. So he's a. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like
0: projecting and the schedule. I mean, but their schedule coming up is pretty brutal. I don't know if you've correct.
1: Looked at their schedule. So that is that means AJ Brown can't do what he normally does.
0: Yeah, I guess you're right. So it's just
1: but- if you want to take that gamble, that's the only thing I'm gonna pitch, and it's it could be worth your pay, especially if it's cheaper than what he's actually worth. At wide receiver
0: 13 prices I'm selling for sure Um, depending on what you can get him for it but I don't I don't think he's I don't think he's ever going to have I I don't see him hitting the ceiling that he had last season where him and AJ Brown were both top 10 receivers Um, like I said if you can get him for a discount uh, you know because of his recent performance although I do think even though he only had uh, 51 yards he had that big splash touchdown uh, last week so I think that window is kind of closed um, maybe a little bit more than it was. But if you can get him for a discount, uh, I would consider it. But seeing as that, he's he's the one or he's the two in that offense, and it's pretty clear now. Uh, there were some questions about it before. I don't think anybody's questioning that to this point. Um, I, I'm selling. And and if you look at his targets, though, as well, his targets, he's, he has eclipsed four targets uh, four games this season. I'm sorry, four receptions. Uh, four games this season, which in PPR formats is not really what you're looking for. No. Um, and he's been wide. He's been a wide receiver one twice. Uh, so, you know, for what we thought he was going to be and what he's actually done, I think AJ Brown has just kind of asserted himself more, as more of a dominant a dominant figure. So, I guess to your point, if you can get him cheap, late first, of course, I'll, I'll probably throw a late first at him. Um, but wide receiver thirteen prices. I mean, what what does that have him near on KTC? I'm gonna go figure that out. Like, what does it say he's equivalent value to? I'm not even sure. I'm gonna go look real quick. I can figure that out pretty quick. It says he's equivalent value to. I went a little far here. Uh, He's equivalent value to wide receiver thirteen. So he have him equivalent value to Travis Kelsey, Kyler Murray, a twenty five early first, Mark Andrews, Brandon Ayuk. I might take Ayuk straight up, man.
1: No, I, I would too. It's just he's marked up because of the team he's on, the quarterback he has, the offense, the way it's designed. Yeah, it's just if you can get someone who's on who doesn't want any part of him anymore, maybe you can get him for a for a fair market price, and that could be beneficial for the long run. Um, but like according said, to KTC,
0: you, sorry to interrupt you, according to KCC, you can get T Higgins and a plus for him, and I see him and T Higgins is about damn near the same player. Good mm-hmm. offense, second fiddle in their offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, Higgins had a great week last week, so and I'm taking optimism. Higgins in the
1: plus. And there's optimism behind Higgins for next year with the new team potentially.
0: That is but correct.
1: Sticking on Smith though, um, I don't know if you can get him, great. If you have him, sell him. You can get. I mean, if you need that reinforcement, you can. But don't sell him for less. That's my advice to any owners. Um, if you
0: if you were hoping to have him as your wide receiver one, you're disappointed yeah. for yeah. sure. And I and some people were in in both of our big dynasty leagues that weren't together he is the wide receiver one of both of, of, both of those managers. And that's because of where he was going in startup drafts um, last year. And um, you know, for the value that he was carrying coming into the season. And I think that he's certainly underperformed for that value. So um, so I guess depending on your perspective, he could be a buyer or a sell depending on what your, how your league or how the manager values him. So I, I wouldn't hold
1: him and I wouldn't avoid him, but I would buy or sell.
0: <laughs> yeah. I would do something with him because um, he's not performing for you to hold him. And you know he's still a valuable asset, so he's not quite an avoid either. So, moving on to Chris Olave. So Chris Olave was another player who was kind of trending down a little bit, um, not really to any fault of his own, but just the Saints have been abysmal uh, or playing really under, underperforming quite a bit for what we kind of expected with them uh, with their big quarterback upgrade of uh, of Derek Carr. Um, but if we look at Chris Olave through nine games, so if we go through his statistics, eighty five targets, fifty receptions. Uh, 563 yards, um, very kind of short yards per target, 6.62, 11.26 yards per catch. Um, Two touchdowns, which was one of the big issues. He wasn't getting in the end zone. He did find the end zone uh, this past week, which is pretty Mm -hmm. cool. Um, Only for the second time this season. And he's currently wide receiver nine uh, on KTC and he's wide receiver 19 uh, in PPR on the season. So, I'll let you go first again on this one. What are you doing with Chris Olave?
1: Um, at this point right now in the season at week 10, I would probably avoid him. Um, if you have him, I would hold him. I, you can sell him. I'm just worried that no one's going to pay the price that he's worth. Um, based off performance in recent production, there is nothing of value. So you're not. I don't think you're going to gain anything. I think you have to sell under to make anything happen. And I, if you don't have him, don't get him. Avoid him. But I think your only two solutions here is either to hold or to avoid. I, I, it just comes down to where you stand as an owner. I'm just I, I like him, but right now, based on what we've seen, I, I, I wouldn't want him on my team.
0: You wouldn't want him on your team at all. Top 20 receiver, Top 20. Not right receiver. now.
1: not this season. If you're trying to make a push in the playoffs, I wouldn't have my faith on him coming. I mean cool. it just this season has been complete disastrous. So um, rest of the season,
0: you'd rather have Smith than him.
1: I'd rather have Kamara or even like Rashid Shahid. From You'd rather them. have like
0: Rashid I, Shahid than Chris Olave. You're talking out of pocket
1: here. <laughs> t- it's okay. I mean just Jesus. I'm just I've been disappointed with what no. we were expecting I have a wide receiver one. I'm just when it comes to the Saints, I just don't I just But they're clicking. They barely beat Tyson
0: Bagent last week in the Bears. I mean, they're not good. I know,
1: but they keep putting Tyson Hill in there for some reason and so Derek Carr don't get an opportunity to throw the ball to him. It's just the way their system's designed. It just does it, that's what they do.
0: They have an ugly system, but I still so we're different here too. Alov a, a buy to me um, because of his recent performance. If he's on a competitive team, you can go scoop him up. Um, but he's still—I mean, he's not killing you. He's not—he's been, but he's—but he's a wide receiver too. He's not the wide receiver one you wanted as of right now. Um, it's good for so, a rebuild. So same thing, um, but I still think if you can get him for. I mean, if he's wide receiver nine prices, I mean, I put him right in the same tier as Devontae Smith, so I would probably, am not buying at wide receiver nine prices, but if he's valued, you know, a couple spots lower, if you can get him for again, I, I'd pay mid, I'm paying mid first for a all day. Is that too expensive for you?
1: No, that's fair. Especially okay. when he's in the top 10 as a wide receiver nine. Okay.
0: um, So yeah, I'm paying mid first for sure for him, but. Um. Yeah, I definitely yeah. think he's either a hold or a buy. I'm not selling at the low point, and I don't think he's in a void after what we saw last season. If you feel that he's in a void, you also have to feel that Garrett Wilson's in a void. So,
1: yeah, that's yes a no. Player. I just i I see more of of a of determination and, and just this hunger in Garrett Wilson that I'm just not seeing in Chris Olave. It just those that routes he didn't, didn't run in Week Nine were pretty. Uh, they're dreadful. I just like it. It seemed like he gave up for a lot. He seems like he seems like the same energy like George Pickens. Like he's like. I don't know. It's just it's not there.
0: Yeah, but he's he's out he he has outperformed Wilson both seasons so far. Just saying. So I mean, if you just are going by who you like as a, you know what you see it from them on the field, I get it. But no, Alave is a guy that I think you should buy. Um, and I think that better days are coming. And if they can't figure it out with Carr, they might be in trouble because he's on a multi year deal and an expensive deal. But um, so go buy Chris Olave. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Or according to Marty, completely avoid him. So that, that's what you get here is complete opposite takes. But that's why we do the show with two people. So we have multiple opinions. Moving to another guy that's currently trending down and is still continuing to trend down. Uh, we were just talking about this guy before. So Kenneth Walker running back for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, so we have eight games because he's had his buy, if I have that correct. I think we um, made
1: a typo. I think it should be nine.
0: Well, no, it's been eight. He's played eight games. He's played – it's through nine weeks, but he has played eight games. He's had a bye. Oh, you know what? You're right.
1: Um,
0: He is currently – has 532 yards in the season, has 4.22 yards per carry, which is pretty decent. Um, His yards per carry last season were a little bit higher, but that's one of the big things about him that people liked is that he's explosive and anything over four yards per carry is pretty good. Uh, he's not really being used in the passing game, which we know is not his strength. Uh, he is on pace currently to beat or almost kind of match what he did last season in terms of receptions uh, and yardage, but it's not a lot. 20 targets on the season, 15 receptions, 100 yards. Um, where he was doing his damage in the beginning of the season is he was getting in the end zone, although we've mm-hmm. seen that come to a stall. He hasn't had a touchdown in the last three weeks, Um And this past week, these past two weeks, man, we've seen his attempts drop significantly. So if we look at week seven, 26 attempts, Uh, week eight, eight attempts, week nine, nine attempts. So do you think that's injury or do you think that Pete Carroll's seeing something in Charbonnet that he thinks has earned him more touches?
1: I think that the secondary, um, especially the pass and catching, it's just Charbonnet has really done what, Walker can't. The only thing Walker offers is that explosiveness, um, and he's very fast. Um, but the last two op- oppositions have been really tough with the Browns defense and the Baltimore defense really stuffing him up. Um, it's really brought him back down to earth. It's just, I think he's primed for a bounce back week against the Washington Commanders. Um, I love my team, but I just don't think they're going to be able to stop him. Um, however, if Charbonnet does take advantage of opportunities that Walker doesn't do, um, this would be a great week to. Sell him. <laughs> if, I just yeah. don't like how close he is to his heels.
0: Get are you talking about selling Charbonnet or selling Walker? Uh, selling Walker. Oh, I'm selling Walker big time, man. This is alarming to me only because, like you said, they Charbonnet clearly is their guy on uh, in the on the in the two minute drill. Uh, so if they're mm-hmm. trying to move quick, also in the passing game, so on third downs, mm-hmm. he's their guy. And they've been underperforming, so they've been down a lot this. Uh, this this season i mean you just saw him get waxed by the the ravens so yep. um yeah. yeah rb8 according to ktc um, so, so he's kind of settled in the middle so i know he dropped significantly uh, in the off season before the off season he was as high as like rb3 I think he was top three on ktc so uh, rb8 values um I'm selling, and you said you are as well. And um, I'm actively am. <laughs> yeah, we're pivoting. Yeah, we just talked about how you can get off of him. We're pivoting to. Uh, if I'm him, I'm pivoting, you tell me where the line is to so where we would pivot down from and feel comfortable as a competitive or a semi-competitive team. So we've already talked about. Uh, you're going down to Saquon, correct? They're right beside each other. You're oh, going no, down. No,
1: no. Uh, 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 Jacobs.
0: No, I'm I'm reading the list though. So you're, mm-hmm, you're going down I'm to sorry. Saquon. You're going yep. down to Eckler comfortably, correct? Oh yeah. As a competitive team. Jacobs, we've already talked about Swift, you're going down to I would I would. Yeah, me too. Pollard? Is this where it gets a no, little No, I lazy? think that's
1: where I would cut off. Just because.
0: Hmm run game. They haven't.
1: What is it, He hasn't had a touchdown since week one or week three or some shit like that. Yeah, Pollard has not looked good. Um, they don't. Like, he either. It's him or the system. Dak can throw now, so that's been good to see. But still, <laughs> I guess it would depend on what the plus is. Like
0: if you can get. So would you sell Walker for Pollard in his twenty-four second? I think I'm doing
1: that. probably. Oh, yeah, I would do that. I would do that. But um, I would try to get rid of Pollard again quickly and try to move down, maybe to Joe Mixon at that point. <laughs> yeah, at
0: that point, now all of these guys are just blending together. Like I would even go down. I mean, look. Tr- I mean. I would probably go as far down – I mean, Rashad White after that week he just had. Rashad Um,
1: White looks real. i kind of disappointed I didn't grab him when I needed to. I know you had him before the season ended, and then you got rid of him. But still, it's been a nice turnaround for him.
0: Um, And I know you don't like Pacheco, but for this season as a competitive team, would you you pivot down to Pacheco? He's He's looked a lot better.
1: He's been looking great. I just don't like what they do in Kansas City with these running backs. You never know if you have a job. And for fantasy managers, I don't like that.
0: (laughs) Okay, so – and of course you'd pivot up pretty comfortably to any of these guys above him. It would just depend on what you're willing to pay. Right. Any of these. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So yeah. So Kenneth Walker kind of scary hours at this point. We'll see if we you can get a job uh, deal done and maybe we'll have a trade on the trade show in the next couple of weeks. If you sell on <laughs> Kenneth Walker off.
1: Uh, would, You know, of course, you know, if any trades I make, they always blow up after I trade them. That's what I've seen.
0: Yeah. So just some uh, background, Marty <laughs> traded CJ Stroud this week. For Herbert, which long term fine. I, I'm taking Herbert long term. Don't get me wrong, I'm a Herbert fan, but of course but Herbert had a terrible him. week. <laughs> and CJ Stroud broke the rookie record for passing yards. So
1: to make the viewers a little happier, it was Herbert and a first. Uh I think it was a middle first or a late first. And then um I got I only had to give away Sam Howell and CJ Stroud. So I, I even got my money back. It's just I did not get my points. <laughs> yeah,
0: fine deal. Uh, it just hurts as as a team. As you're kind of on the fringe for playoffs, you're trying to get in the playoffs. So um, hopefully, I can perform this week. I'm still trying to keep my bye week. So yeah, we gonna, match up
1: this week. You're I'm right. I'm
0: gonna try to smash you, but who knows? Maybe you could you could have an upset, and then hopefully your schedule lightens up. You could sneak into the playoffs, and we'll see what happens. Uh, and you still got that first in your back pocket.
1: So all I gotta do is make it up one more rank, and then I'm in. And it's it's
0: close. I mean, you got three guys at seven and two, and then the next the next it drops down to yeah. So
1: yeah, but anyways, yeah.
0: yeah uh, I digress. So uh, last guy we want to talk about here is another running back who we think is now he's trending in the other direction of Kenneth Walker, um, and that's Jonathan yeah. Taylor. I would, uh, I would buy and hold, and the
1: other <laughs> way I would sell and avoid.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Jonathan Taylor um, is finally becoming. I mean, he's not. He was RB, he's been, yeah, so since his return, he's been a top, I mean, he's been an RB one or two every every game, and again, that's not that hard with the current running back landscape, but this past week, uh, and or these past three weeks, he's looked really good. Our only concern was the opportunity that it looked like he was splitting with Moss, but that was kind of put to bed this past uh, week against mm-hmm. the Panthers. Uh, Moss was not given any work, uh, and it was all going to Taylor as it should. Um, but for, uh, through his four, uh, I guess it's, it's technically five games played at this point. Um, But that's okay. We didn't fix that through his five games. uh, He's had 62 attempts, so he's rushed for 250 yards in five games, which isn't too bad. He's averaging a little over four yards a carry. Um, I think the exciting thing about Taylor now is that he's being used in the passing game. Um, It's yeah, he's being used in the passing game. Our graphic is also a little bit wrong here because according to our graphic, he currently has. 1139 receiving yards i'm gonna quickly fix that <laughs> you're gonna fix it um he has 131 receiving yards but he's being used in the in the receiving game he caught a receiving uh, touchdown this past week um and it's currently rb6 uh, according to ktc so why are you holding or buying as you kind of spoiled in the beginning there
1: apologies um that's no, okay At this point, it is clear and evident where he stands. I was lucky to get him before he had that type of explosion. I didn't get him. I didn't have to pay nearly as much as I should have, Um, so I was very happy where I paid. Um, But, you know, at this point, if you can get him, get him. Um, It's only one way up. He's not going to have the season he had last year because of time, but still, um, bouncing back from his injury and from the dispute with his contract, it is clear that they have their number one running back, and he is ready to dominate. And for fantasy managers, I'm all about that.
0: And I'll tell you what, man, I think they might be one of my favorite teams to watch next season because mm-hmm. healthy Anthony Richardson, hopefully. Uh, Michael Pittman has looked fantastic. Um, I really like what I've seen from uh, Josh Downs as well. Yep. And they might end up – I don't think they're – they're not a playoff team. So mm-hmm. they're going to be picking somewhat early. I just think that they're going to be pretty exciting. Uh, and then Jonathan Taylor, of mm-hmm. course, is signed. So I think that team, they're, they're going to be kind of a big sleeper uh, in the AFC next year. But uh, no, I'm I with think- you. I might not be buying. Yeah, I've, actually, I take that back. If I'm buying, I'm buying now uh, because I think his value is going to continue to climb uh, maybe prior to what it was before if he keeps performing uh, because people are – he has value and he has name value and people like him. Um but like you said, the time to buy was two, three, four weeks ago. So mm-hmm. if you did that, you're probably feeling pretty good about what you got him for.
1: Um, it was this is how Dynasty works, you never know.
0: Yeah, and those people riding the Zach Moss train are probably uh, probably trying to get off now because I think that's that's over with. That was a fun little ride, but I think that's probably done. And you got off of him too, didn't you?
1: I did, and the funniest story was once I got off of him, I got uh, Jonathan Taylor shortly afterwards. It's funny how things work out.
0: Yep. So I like that. Um, I like his value. So um, we just wanted to kind of do this. Well, I think this is going to be another thing we try to do, maybe once a month. Um, we won't obviously be able to do this as much in the off season because values aren't going to fluctuate quite as much. Um, but during the season, I'd like to do like every couple of weeks do a buy sell hold with just with some trending uh, some trending players. Um, we'll have a trade show, maybe not this next week, but maybe the week after, depending, we've had quite a few trades go down, so we might do another one. Um, yeah, uh, we'll have to kind of chat, but we're going to be back on our weekly schedule. And then again, once, uh, you know, if we can ever get out an extra, an extra episode over breaks and things, we will, but we're definitely going to get back to that once a week, uh, schedule. So sorry about missing a week, but, um, Marty, it was fun chatting with you, man. Um, any last parting words for the guests here before we close up shop?
1: We're back.
0: We are back. Um, we'll see if we can stay consistent. Uh, we're going to try our best, but hopefully I have a working mic now and I've got my once a year sickness out of the way. And, uh, you, you're not going to be buying any more puppies anytime soon. So nope.
1: <laughs> They're one and done.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll keep you guys posted on trades and things. Uh, got some active leagues coming up. We also might do a, um, Uh, yeah we'll definitely try to focus on some trades probably uh and maybe some trade values towards the end here because a lot of leagues have trade deadlines that are coming up so i think we're probably gonna it's like the 14th or 7th something like that it's it's coming so um we're gonna look at that but
1: no sorry the 14th not the 7th today's the 7th
0: yeah the trade deadlines for some leagues are coming i think trade deadlines in some week leagues are uh like week 10 or 11 i don't know but Mm. Um, this weekend then. Yeah, that's crazy. So, uh anyway, so everybody enjoy your uh the rest of your week. Uh we've got a big barn burner coming up on Thursday night with the Panthers and the Bears. Um and then we've got uh Thanksgiving week and I'll be seeing the uh Dallas Cowboys play the Panthers. Oh, the
1: future, so. you forgot to mention we got our first Black Friday football game.
0: Yes, we do. Black Friday football game and the uh yeah, so we've got some good football that week as well. Um got lots of football that week. So uh anyways thanks for joining us uh check us out on youtube uh, for the visuals of all the statistics and things that we use for this uh anybody that checks us out on spotify and apple Podcasts, thank you for your feedback or any kind of interaction that you have it's greatly appreciated uh we will see you guys on the next episode and uh thanks for listening